Ah, a storied insight. A brave space where one brings their true character to life. Shall we turn the page and begin the next chapter? Chapter 1 Remembrance story begins where all stories do, at the end of a moment. On the western continent, on the westmost tip of the shimmering coasts, the sun sets on Madonna's Vale, a town of reinvention. Citizens find pride in the artifice of the Halcyon Pier, an ever-stretching golden bridge built upon the rusted stone aisles. The very ones that part the amethystine sea. Now this wonder ascends ceremoniously into another. Here at the top, at the sunrise heights, an emerald verdance inlays itself upon seaside cliffs. At its peak exists a remodeled ruin of a citadel, one whose name to history has long, long been forgotten transformed into the Bearer Peak Observatory, the place where the water and earth can kiss the fire in the sky. This decadent crowning jewel of a place is the prime view of the first convergence. Every 23 years, on the 23rd day, on the 23rd hour, the celestial bodies renew their vows. The heavens greet the world with a light show, an aurora, as if to say, It's been too long. I... I miss you. To which the world replies back with water spouts, like hands reaching a lover, replying back, Yes, I'm overjoyed to see you again. And then, the starry-eyed tears, plentiful, Cosmic meteors begin to fall. As what seems to be the whole world standing and waiting witness for this, a divine exchange to begin, there are those few elsewhere and in varying degrees of mourning. In the outskirts of the Ingalashed coast, closer to the inner land than the ocean, there is a man in a bar, grieving his friend, wondering to himself, is anyone else gonna show? No, hell's haven. I wish it was me. If I didn't walk away, if I didn't push you away, maybe I wouldn't feel so 
He shakes his glass. Empty. Oh, sorry. Sorry, ma'am. Would you be so kind as pouring me another? Haven, I don't understand you. By the all-seeing eye. Why did you pick today? Today, if all days you knew nobody would come. But I'm here. I came. Next to the bar, someone seemed to have very slowly, gently, and without a sound, sat down. It's definitely me. Because I came half an hour early. In fact, I've been outside the bar uh, for about 10 minutes because I recognize that I'm early. I didn't want to be that early. So I've been outside, slightly under the shade of a tree, scowling at the inn. And now I have, I'm uh, sorry, I'm swimming right in the inn, yes? Yeah. In tavern yeah, bar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have been scowling at the inn slash tavern slash bar. And once I have acquiesced that it is a comfortable amount of early, I will walk inside. You enter, and the man is just shaking his head, staring into his drink, just talking to himself more and more. Just... Haven, God, why didn't you watch over her? Yes. Oh. I will not reassure him. I will <laughs> I will nod curtly, and then I will head to a farther end of the bar where I will quietly sit, uh, uncomfortably look back over, nod again, and then mind my own business. Hey, uh, are you, uh... Um, yes. You are? I'm what? I, I was saying yes because... You said hello. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I said yes. Um. Well, my apologies. Um. I'm sorry. No, I, I I'm I'm sorry. Let's start over. Uh, are you here to remember Haven? Um. Yes. Yes. I I don't require to be here to remember him. But yes, I am here to remember him. Yes. Yes. Hello. I'm sorry. This is awkward. My name is Vishakapar. What does, what do you look like? What does Sir George see? So, Vishakapar is about six feet tall, big, thick shock of jet black hair, you know, that just covers these kind of bright blue eyes. Tall, lean, muscular, holds himself very seriously at all times. Back is very straight and rigid. When he sits down, he folds his cloak in upon himself so it doesn't drape across the floor. Everything is black and gold and embellished. He would, like, his arm would kind of come out and his cloak falls off to the side. Very dramatic extension. Oh, uh, wait. Pisha Kapar is a carrion? The... Fallen ASMR? Yeah. Avon's told me about you. And I'm 
I'm Sir George, and it is a pleasure to meet you. Sir George, yes. You're a knight. Honestly, yeah, but I don't know if I want to be. Hmm. It's probably just going to be us, so uh, how about a drink? He looks at the drinks. Do any of them seem, you know, drinkable? (laughs) Potable to your high standards? (laughs) To any standard, really, but yes. Yeah, there's there's a, a couple of things on the top shelf. It's not a very frequented bar, but they keep it decently mm-hmm. stocked. Yeah, his eyes would drift to a couple dusty bottles on the top shelf, and he would nod curtly towards one of them. Uh, excuse me, miss. Miss? Ah, oh, yeah, thank you. Can we get, a uh, that one? That one over there. Uh, uh, this, the Elvish Tears. Yes, I will take the Elvish Tears. The silver one. Yes, thank you. Don't worry about it. This one's on me. She pulls down and pours you both a glass. Mm-hmm. Huh. Fizzy. Cheers. Cheers. It's terrible, but I ordered it, so <laughs> I will drink it. I mean, maybe it'll be more than just us. It is the day of the first convergence, so... I mean, what, Dave? All days. I'm thinking back to, like, how I met him. And it would make sense in my head. Like, I did just meet him in the woods, right? Mm. Like, like <laughs> the fact that I'm not the only one here mm. is not too, is a little surprising. Mm. So to me, this seems like a decent turnout. And then as you cheers... The sound seems to echo above a staircase not that far away. It creaks to the steps of someone walking down from the places where people sleep. Which one of you is it? From up above, uh, you see a, a tall, muscular man with pink flowing hair coming out of a room. Uh, he's got flowing um, flowing sleeves under chain mail. He gives it a quick shine and then turns around hurriedly and rushes back into his room. He comes out and drapes uh, a silken black capelet over his shoulders, kind of arranges it, um, seems like a special uh, piece of clothing. And he <sighs> takes a deep sigh and walks down the stairs looking around. Wait, there's someone else? Hey! Yes? Come over here. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, hi. Uh, were you here just staying here, or are you here to remember Haven? Uh, well, both. I, I stayed here yesterday. I, I wanted to make sure I was on time, and oh, I just, yeah, I'm here for Haven. Did, did y'all know them? Yes. Yeah. It is good you knew that, because inviting random people to funeral is odd. But yes, we did. We did know him. Uh, if anyone was going to invite random people to their funeral, it'd be Haven. <laughs> oh, no, that's fair. Yes, yeah, that actually is accurate. like yes. Haven. He would do yeah. that. Oh, where's my manners? Uh, 
This is uh, Visha Kapar. Visha Kapar. Visha. V- Visha Kapar. Okay. No, no, Visha to my friends. We don't oh. have to be so formal. Okay. Visha. Yes. Pleasure. Nice to meet you, Visha. And I'm Sir George Orlando Valentino. At your service. Or we can be formal. <laughs> we can do both. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait. Don't tell me. Is that a... Sir George's eyes drift to a particular spot, a, a symbol adorned on you. What is it? Yeah, as, as you look at him, you can see uh, on his chest plate, there's an elaborate eye carved over his heart. Well, what do you know? The eye of Argos. Can't say I was expecting to see that. May the all-seeing eye ever watch over you. And may his arms ever protect you. As, do you know the order? Of Argos? Yeah, of course. I'm one of the right guards. Huh? Nice to meet you. What are you? I'm one of the Ivory Corps. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> it's a small world, huh? It is. So, what's your name, soldier? I'm Algernon Bouquet. Algernon. Why is that so familiar? I think I remember you. Wait, no, Forrest. It was Forrest. Oh, you're the one oh, who no, did Oh, no, that's okay. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... What? Hmm. You do think you remember them, do you? You think you remember Algernon Bouquet. Oh. <laughs> the name stands out, does it? <sighs> yeah, it's, it's nice to, to see both of you here, and it's just... How did y'all know Haven? Oh, he stopped me from burning down a forest. Oh. Come again? Yes. Yes, I did burn down some of the forest, to be fair. But before all of the forest was burned down, he stopped me. It's good good for him. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. for him. Good for the forest. Worked yes. out well. Was it yes. good for you too? It was, yes. It was very good for me. He, mm. I was quite angry. And he showed me I did not need to be. That sure does sound like our haven. Yes, he shows people lots of things. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Did, Mm. yes. Well, uh, how about we turn this into a celebration? Mm. Uh, Algernon, you want something to drink? Yes, please. What do do y'all have? Don't drink the elvish whiskey. Noted. (laughs) I'll, uh, do you do you serve cosmopolitans here? They're rather rural. They're what? They're rather rural here. Ah, yes. Ah, well. Yeah. Far from ah. city, so not very cosmopolitan. <laughs> but but that's dwarven tequila. That's quite good. Oh, well, well, might as well start this uh, celebration of Haven's life outright. Would y'all like a shot? It's my treat. Sure. The montage was just blasted <laughs> within 20 minutes. <laughs> hey, <man! laughs> It's at this point, another being enters the room. At the door. Not inside yet. Um, and so if we're, if we're viewing from the outside, uh, Rain, you know, a rabbit, has been standing on their hind legs, looking in, 
Well, not looking in. Every time the door opens, they've maybe been like scooting around. <laughs> they are a rabbit. This is a big, heavy wooden door. Um, so at, at this time, they've been kind of hopping about, watching as people go in and out. Maybe every time they're feeling brave enough to go in, they kind of hesitate. And then this big wooden door slams shut. Um, and they are maybe hoping for a little help in getting in this door at this time. So this is this is a, a pretty large rabbit with that is white with gray speckles, kind of like thing they called Palomino horses, speckled over their face and ears. They're uh, wearing a little white leather jacket and have a little bow. <laughs> Unusual rabbit, mm -hmm. but also small enough that um, it's evening, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. That um, they're used to sticking in the shadows, and this is becoming a problem as they kind of <laughs> edge around the stoop trying to get in this door. <laughs> rabbit size, though, right? You are the size of a rabbit. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's why people are just stomping through. I'm just watching these boots go and being too shy to <laughs> get into this place. Oh, buddy. That's uh, that's when uh, Sir George glances over, like. Oh, Hales, who closed all the dang doors? We should be open like Haven always was. Hustles over a little bit, just and then looks down at... Uh, there's a little furry dude thing. Well, I think that's all kind of rude. <laughs> Dinner really is fresh here. <laughs> Rain absolutely just gives Sir George a dirty look at this, at being pointed at and kind of like... Hops in, you know, the, the, the little soft fur pads, gets to a stool, scrabbles on up, kind of slouches over, looks around, and then without moving their face, little voice, kind of not quite where the rabbit is, maybe like a foot above the rabbit's head, um, will address the, the barkeep. Can I get a glass of milk? <laughs> Can we all hear that, or yes. can only the bar? The stomaturgy. Okay, like, jeez! <laughs> you can talk! Did, they, did that thing just talk? Are you here for Haven? Yes! It, 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 yes, it, yes. You're people. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Are, are you a druid, or are you a, a good rabbit? Am I a good rabbit? Oh, good question, yes. Or a bad um, rabbit? My bad rabbits. Or druid, or um, awakened animal. There's like three other things you could be. <laughs> Hang on. <clears throat> All right. I guess I gotta lay off the cherries because that thing is talking. They, they are not talking first, and second of all, they could be using telepathy, or they could be a creature with these powers, or it could be a trick. Because oh. it's a trick. Are you hiding? Oh my god. Are you hiding from? Is Haven here? I'm just giving the flattest look to all of these people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a trick. That would be a good trick. You got an eye in your chest. Yeah. You. Yeah. And magic is surprising. Well, no, just like, are you person who is buddy? Are you buddy who is person? Are you person buddy? Like, which of these things? Oh, that's a big question this time of evening. I'm going to have to get back to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds like another round, I guess. Yes. But uh, what the hell's your buddy's drink? What should we call you? 
My name is Rain. Rain like a bean. Rain? Rain like a bean? Rain like a bean? Rain like a bean. Lago bean. Lago bean. Lago bean. Lago bean. Rain like a bean, yes. It's nice to meet you, Rain. I am like a bean. Yes. Ugh, I do jump. <laughs> now I'm talking in your accent. <laughs> yes. It's, it's catching, I know. It is a pleasure to meet you, tiny furry jumping bean. Nice yes. to meet you, I guess. I think, maybe, we'll see. <laughs> That's fair. Wait, I think Haven told me about you. There was this moment with the purest of souls. They just sat there and just enjoyed the sunset, I guess. I don't know. Rain scoffs. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm wondering if you're calling me a pure soul because I'm a, a rabbit. I'm fluffy, I assure you. I am not a pure soul, but yeah, I know Haven. This rabbit's seen things. Mm-hmm. I think between all the cherries and the drinks, I might need to sit down. How about we share a couple stories about Haven? Yeah, that sounds nice. We could do it. As the morning fellows move from the bar to the table, the cosmic light show pierces through. Everything illuminates, becoming a bit here, Sir George sits, a human man of below average height, but above average heart, and with each passing story, a tear pours from his hazel eyes, past his well-groomed beard, and into his drink. His statuesque face softens more and more and more. He touched many people. It's good to hear from all of you. At this moment, a slight breeze blows in, even with all the windows closed. It seems to bring in Something new, something different. That's when... So this creature walks in and it's wearing clothes that are all metallic and shimmery so that whenever you look at it, it catches whatever color you want to see. Kind of like rainbow fish. And it has silvery hair and silvery pants and silvery shoes and so you can never get quite a glimpse of what it looks like just kind of always moving but then you look at its face and it has porcelain skin and eyes that tell everything they have rings and rings of color and the eyes are almost too striking to stare at at first you just, you're so distracted by the shimmering, and then the contrast of the eyes makes everybody turn. Hey! Hey! Are you... Oh, hi! Ah. Hi! 
Are you here? Is for- this is this for Haven's Haven's gathering? Funeral? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh. Oh, can I sit with you? I've been oh, I've been looking forward to this for as long as I can't even tell you. Yeah. Uh, you know what? T- take my seat. I need to go get us <gasps> oh. more of everything. This is amazing. I'm in the Oh, I'm gonna see if they can make Haven's favorite dish. Oh, oh, mm. and and some other. Uh, yeah, please, please. What what was Haven's favorite dish? It's my favorite dish, but I was just curious what Haven's favorite dish was. Moss. Yes, just plate of moss. Yes. I thought it was fish and chips. <laughs> oh, that does sound better. I had plate of moss. Everyone knows, Haven eats chives. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> well, let's get one of everything. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh, goodness. Oh, wow. You're going to have to pardon my manners. I'm, I'm Sir George. What's what's your name? Oh, my name is Quicksilver. Ah. Nice to meet you, Quicksilver. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to meet you all. Family name or... Oh, you know, it just changes every day. You know, I just like to be flexible. Yes, sure, as names do. Yes. <laughs> pleasure to meet you, Quicksilver of today. So, so much pleasure meeting you too. Oh my gosh, this other accent <laughs> is contagious. It's, it, it's, it's catchy, isn't it? It just happens. It happens it's all the just time. Gonna come out. Halfway through our whole parties, I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> we all just went yep. south. <laughs> This one, uh, this one's more magical than I am. I'll like hop up on the table because I'm sitting on the chair. Then I'm like too small, and then also it makes a seat available for Sir George when they come back, and uh, reach out like a, a paw to shake the hand of the the magical being. Thank you. I feel so welcome in your presence. Gosh, this is just that I've just been waiting. You know, I actually never met Haven, but um, you know, it's it's almost as if I've feel like I know them. And just to meet you all, I feel like I'm closer to them just being near you. And so just your kindness means so much. What was your interest in Haven? Well, I've, I've heard about them for a while. And, you know, they're, they're kind of a hero of mine. But I've never gotten to meet them. I'm a little bit of an anthropologist. And so I've just, you know, I've studied them. I've read about them. I've heard stories about them every night. Kind of like I'm reading books about them. Uh, but you know, it's just, it feels like I've never gotten close enough. Pardon me, but anthropologists, anthropologists study humans, but Haven was a rabbit. Are you telling me Haven was not a rabbit? Wait, what? No, not, not my Haven. Am I at the rat funeral? Huh. That would explain the moss. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, Haven, he was a druid. Maybe he was in rabbit form when he met you. Huh. That's a lot. Odd. Rabbit druid in human form. <gasps> oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> uh, even now we're learning more about Haven. That is incredible. Well, will you tell me? Will you, will you tell me what he looked like? Yes, he was short, old, very hairy. It was far too much hair for any human. And you sure he wasn't a rabbit? Very sure. Uh, walked with two legs. Def- very, very small ears. <laughs> Not a rabbit. 
Those are the only two non-rabbit qualifications. Walked on two legs. Yeah. Small ears. <laughs> Definitely not a rabbit. Wait, no. Hold on. Haven, she was amazing. She had this beautiful, long, dark hair and the most beautiful dark brown eyes. Well, okay, but I thought Haven didn't have any hair at all. They they were short, and they did have small ears. ears. They did small have kind ears. eyes, but like bald, no body hair. I mean, not the, you know, didn't look like they had any hair at all. Yes, they had much hair, much hair on head, and just so much hair, like 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 small Wolverine person. Rain is just feeling their ears, thinking about this. I thought they were a rabbit, so this is a lot to process. Uh, if y'all excuse me, uh, I gotta go to the paladin's room. Whole table gets awkwardly quiet, right? (laughs) And then Quicksilver jumps in, because they just want to know everything from everybody. So which one of you knew Haven the best? I met him once. Sorry, I didn't know that I really knew them, but they would come by every once in a while, and they're the ones who who, who dyed my hair this color. Uh, they just always were really encouraging and, and told me about all the places they'd been. And, yeah, I, I'd say that they probably knew me better than, than I knew them, but I wish I'd known them more. I always said I would come visit, and... Turns out I'm a little too late. I did not know them well. I only met them the one time, but I felt like I knew them well. And also, I also felt like they knew me well. Very well. I thought they were a rabbit, so this is a lot to process. (laughs) I don't know if I can trust them now, being very non-rabbity. Yeah. A buxom tiefling enters the room. She slides plates of various foods and drinks across the table. Her pale teal hands and wrists are adorned with various rings and jewelry. Then she, perhaps unintentionally, seductively graces her hourglass form, highlighting a name tag. It's M, but with all the preceding letters scratched out. Atop these scratches is other. As mother moves, the night sky of her hair falls perfectly. It shines and sparkles like beads of light raining down each strand from pearlescent horns. Though her sclera black, her eyes exude a silvery light iris, flickering like a cold sun. Well, normally I would say it's a pleasure to meet you all, but it's such a sad occasion. No matter, if you need us, we'll be around. I'm sorry, did you know Haven? Oh, no, sorry, but pardon me for eavesdropping. They seemed wonderful from all the stories you've told. I appreciate that. I I feel kind of foolish, but I don't actually know how Haven wanted this funeral or remembrance to go. Or is there? Does anyone know what what's happening tonight? Do you miss mo- mo- mother? I'm so sorry. 
can't say that I do. Sir George probably does. He made the reservation months and months ago. I only just met him. Uh, Fisha, you were with him when I came in. Hold oh. on. Sir George reserved the date. Sir George was frustrated with the date. Mm. Do we trust Sir George? Are, are, are you suggesting Sir George m murdered him? You never know these people. Yeah, this did just get a tad more interesting, yes? <laughs> mm. Oh, what adorable conversation. Hmm. So is he from here? Lady, do you know him? Yeah. Sir George? No, not really. He's been at the inn a couple times, yes, but... Hmm. But he booked it months ago. For this occasion? Mm. Huh. Yes. Nothing was explained to me personally. I was just told to save the date. I don't like it. Did he say what you were saving the dates for? Did he mention murder? Mm, silly boy, what if I said yes? And then I would have solved that. I would have solved it. <laughs> I would be quite pleased. Well, well I just, I just want to know, um, whose mother are you? Lyrials. Oh, oh, Lyriel, come over here. A little shy being walks over towards the table. Lyriel is a young boy, barely coming of age. Nice to meet you. His sunny golden skin, somehow dull in the light of this tavern, oh. does find moments to shine. <laughs> it's hard to see his eyes through his big wavy hair. A silvery ombre curtains even his smile, but if you are patient and kind, you see the pale blue sun along the iris as it halos into gold. Go on, Lyriel. Introduce yourself. Um, I'm, uh, um, I'm Lyriel. Nice to meet you, Lyriel. What do, what do you do here? I, um, um, um. Go on. Um, uh, chores and, um, cook sometimes and help out with the serving thing all chores those were three chores you said a chore and then two other chores did you did you make this moss um i i picked it and the it's really delicious you did a great job oh uh, thank you um that's enough lyriel go clean up uh, yes yes mother you're just gonna let the kid Go unattended when there's murderers about? Oh my, that's true. Al allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> this is Madonna's veil during the first convergence. It is the safest place in the world. All right. Hmm. Well, if you don't mind me, there are still preparations to be done for the rest of your stay. All right, guys, I think we got to figure this out. I... Now, yes. he said that he was in Threat Guard, and I don't want to... I 
I'm predisposed to think that that means that this is a, a person of character. Have we seen a body? No. Maybe we should. Kind of morbid, but... Hmm. It does seem, if I was to murder someone, a bit suspicious to rent out an entire hotel two months beforehand on exact date, it would happen. That's true. He'd have to be pretty dumb. If he, <laughs> if he will, or very brazen. <laughs> so, either way, we should be careful. Yeah. How would... Okay, we, when he comes back, we casually inquire to see the body. Pay respects. Yes. Yes. Mm, mm, that's a good way of putting it. I like that. And I want to know if it's a rabbit. How else would we know if we do not see the body? Yes, clearly. Rabbits can be druids too, you know. Of course, no one is saying they cannot be. We completely agree. I'm kind of hoping he was a rabbit who I met as a human. Some of the (laughs) best druids are rabbits. It would explain the moss and several other things. Actually, this does tie up many loose threads for me. I'm going to shovel a fistful of that moss into my little rabbit cheeks so they're all puffy. This is good. Excellent taste. In Barge's Inn, a dwarfen woman. George! I got the packages! Where are you? Sir George! Oh, oh, he went to the back, but we are friends of Sir George. Go, we will take packages for him, no, yes. No, 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 I, Thank I you. can't exactly do that. This one requires a yes. signature. Um, this one requires proof of blood. I've got them. I um, am George's personal a... assistant. Uh, oh. Yes. Um, hmm. He's very busy with funeral preparations. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he I wouldn't want to be disturbed. But he did Maybe insist I for me to tip told? a gold oh, to anyone a delivering gold. a package should they do it quickly. Okay, well, then here you go. Thank you very much. And it's been a pleasure. And hey, mother. Fantastic. Thank you. Side for that here and here and X there. There we go. And package. Ma'am. It's it's actually several packages. It's about four. One for each of us to open. All right. Great. Take that and that one. Oh, that's a bit weird. Okay. Shake it. Listen. This blur of a dwarf darts past all of you. With a wispy pink beard, starkly contrasting her freshly dyed and box-braided dull green hair. Yeah, mother? It's probably a choice to match her eyes. Eyes that consistently dart and shift, as if always looking for something. Come right to the back! As her eyes shift toward the patch on her left arm, it has the same scratched-out feel, but this one's in ink. On this name tag, the only letter intact is S followed by an ister on top. This is sister. Um, hey, George, your assistant took your packages. The, oh, they're right over there. Uh, if you need us, we'll be in the back. Cherries. Okay, bye. What? That family is intense. Yeah. And only the boy gets a name. Mm-hmm. Mother, sister, Lyriel? Mm. Yes. Good point. Definitely murder. <laughs> they need to kill people to acquire names. <laughs> Whoa, 
Oh my! I think George, Sir George, might have uh, snuck behind you and said, uh, oh, no, "Who got murdered?" The, the, you no tell one. me, not, George. Not you, of course. No. Hello. Uh, hi again. Why do y'all look so jumpy? Oh, let's see. The packages made it. It's kind of weird. Only four, but. Hey, Georgie, I got a question for you. Okay. So, we were kind of hoping to pay our respects, you know, mm-hmm. as as we all want to do to the sure. body. Yeah. Can we do this, please? What can you do when all that remains are stories? The dearly departed haven gave themselves back to the grove, fulfilling the sacred duty of being a bloom tender to Ein alone, or what the people call it, the infinitry. What higher honor could there be than giving oneself to the tree growing since the dawn of time? The tree that holds the whole world together. East of Madonna's Vale, in the grand city of Nivirvan, perhaps our fellows will find the answers that they seek. Perhaps we should go pay our respects to the tree. Mm. I think that's a beautiful idea. Yeah, I'd like that. Uh, but before we go, they even asked me to execute a couple things, and um, I need some water first. He needs to get his stories today. Yeah, where are we on the murderer part? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Now everyone's suspicious. Mm, getting more suspicious. Definitely a murderer. I was standing outside. I heard him say, Haven chose the date. I was fully on board for murder. Little less now. Very few murdered victims choose their own date. M- Mom said that George chose the date. But he might have chosen mm. the day that he wanted to like be brought, taken back into the well, infantry. If- Let's say I had big celebration. Friend was helping me. Could you perhaps rent the inn? Maybe, just perhaps for say. Death? But death? Well, end of life, for the retirement. Perhaps we are jumping to a conclusion. Was that a rabbit I do like jumping. <laughs> There was a slight <laughs> rabbit fun, I apologize. But it is possible we are jumping to conclusions. I'm going to slow down on this alcohol and drink some water, just in case. Hmm. As Algernon goes to the bar to grab a glass of water, Sir George's eyes just continually face the ground. He needs a little bit of space, a little bit more, so he... Slowly walks over to the fireplace. He doesn't even see someone sitting at a chair, staring in the fire. An old gaunt elf stares into the fireplace as if nothing else exists. 
The white of her short hair reaches only the base of tall, elegantly pierced ears. The glinting crimson rubies in each ear act like monuments, begging the eyes to travel across the plains of her face, finding refuge in the frosted over, galaxy-glazed eyes. One wonders if she can see a small parchment in front of her, a beautiful filigreed sea that now has a sharp red line forming a G. Proceeding it are many circles and many figures, making everything behind it unintelligible. But written above, clearly, is Ranny. This is Granny. Algernon will grab a glass of water from the bar and then head over to stand beside Sir George. Approaching slowly, but kind of clomping a bit so that he can hear that I'm coming. Uh, Sir George, I... I can tell this is really hard for you, and you're you're feeling a lot. Can, would you mind just telling me a bit about your role in all this? You seem to know quite a bit, and you're getting packages. Haven and I were we were friends once. We were brothers and sisters in arms. Hells, we were almost lovers for a time. Um, we had a falling out, best I could say. But, um, I miss him. I miss Haven so much. But, um, I keep my promises. I keep my oaths. So, um, I promised Haven I'd execute their will, no matter what the cost, no matter what it takes. I know, emotion's not a good look for a right guard, but, uh, it's how I feel. It's okay to have emotions sometimes. You're not on duty, so it's okay. <laughs> but, Algernon... Our ghost is always watching. That's true, but, but, you know, you got me. I'm the Ivory Core, and I protect the heart, and I can see your heart is hurting. Yeah, it is. It really is. My heart, it died with Haven. Now, see, I just, sometimes you say things that make me a little concerned. I'm going to uh, cast Divine Sense and see if there's a, some good or evil coming off of our friend Sir George. Yes. Would you please explain for our dear audience what Divine Sense does? Yes. Uh, as an action, I can detect good and evil. Um if we were in combat until the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. I'm going to flavor it like it's reading an aura almost. Its aura is not that different from yours. It's beautiful and flawed, various hues. But one thing 
that your senses do tell you. They shift your eyes towards the child. The child's aura oscillates between white and then black and then white again and then black again. And this is Lyrio? It is indeed. Give Lyrial a bit of a look, but smile. Uh, turn back to Sir George and say, "It sounds like you've been through a lot." And I'm just real curious: why was this place chosen for our gathering? I don't really know why Haven did much of anything, but um, we have a letter we need to read, though. Maybe that'll give. It's all a little bit of closure. Um, maybe we should go back to the table. As you two slowly walk over, Quicksilver, what's running through your mind watching all these various people, these, these, these cogs turning? I don't know who to trust. I usually just meet the needs of the group, but the group seems a little bit divided if if Haven was murdered or if he was not murdered. And so I'm just I'm just feeling really anxious just trying to understand which which way my body should go. But I feel like if I could just get close to Sir George, I could just persuade him to tell me the truth. Your body is telling you something. It is drawing you towards something but do you ignore it or do you give in i think i give in today your body softens the light that often reflects and refracts off of you as if trying to give off some healing glow rain what are you thinking about as all these things and craziness and non-rabbity attitudes? I was definitely going to talk to the anthropologist, but then when I approached to talk to the anthropologist, they left. So I'm kind of sitting there, kind of kind of distraught, looking back and forth, not sure to trust. Um, actually, can I maybe make an insight check? Yes. To whom are you making this insight check on? Um, Sir George. Sir George. What are you hoping to glean from this insight? To, to discern if Sir George is being suspicious. Hmm. Go ahead. Let's, let's do that roll. So I got a 23. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, you are very sensitive to, like, the currents of emotions that are flowing through this entire evening. And everything about Sir George is honest. Maybe it's not this guy, but something's going on here, right? And right. He, Avisha is just kind of staring off, like like towards a far wall, and mutters under his breath, "There's no way, enough." And then just looks over. I'm sorry. You were asking me something. Y'all right there? Just lost in my thoughts. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, I think my professional rabbit opinion is that it's not Sir George 
but that it is somebody. Mm. Somebody's off here. Something is wrong. Well, do you think? I do res certainly respect your, your professional rabbit opinion. In my professional human opinion, well, I'm not human, <laughs> sorry. In my professional opinion, in my professional opinion, we should perhaps visit this grove for ourselves and see what we can find. And, and what is your profession? Said <laughs> That's a really good question, actually. I think my profession is just like being slightly rich <laughs> and obnoxious. <laughs> but I was Inherited like, oh, wealth. <laughs> sales. Huh. And such. Yes. Merchanting. I, I mean, I'm a smuggler, so... <laughs> It's like I'm trying to think about it. Like I should have an answer. I should have like a stock answer, but I'm just trying not to say smuggler. So I help people acquire things that they need. I know people. I know people who can get things to people. I help that happen. And such. And such. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what the such looks like. The such is the, is the tricky part, but they do pay more. Huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop away at this point. I'm gonna just kinda like thinking about this, uh hobble over to um or yeah, hop down off the table and hop over to uh Algernon. Not say anything, just just kind of join. <laughs> just to be clear, anyone looking from the outside to this conversation is just going to see any one of us talking to a rabbit and nothing happening back, right? Because you're just speaking into our minds. So from the it is no, not no, so anyone walking by would oh, okay, okay, good. Because otherwise, it's just like, I grew up with crazy people and they're rabbit. All right. Finish the drink. All right. Oh, sales. You're so clever. That was brilliant. Thank you. Hmm. No. Remind me again. Why are we here? Because he was nice to us. This seems a nice thing to do in return. Hmm. It is. You know, I have a small task for you. Of course. Talk to the child. Child. So I would, I, I would nod and I would sigh and stand and finish my drink and stroll over to where the two of them are seated, and nod, hello, hello, child. And I would also sit down on the ground. Like, very uncomfortably arranging, like, oh, all right. Welcome, welcome. Oh, we're so happy. We're sitting quietly. We're not, we're not talking at all. I would, I would start to respond and then close my mouth and nod. Um, um, uh, I think I'm going to get in trouble if I, if I don't get back to the... Thank you for sitting with me. Um, is is everything okay? We can we can keep sitting. 
yeah, uh, I just, I have my, my responsibilities. And, no, I'm sure know. the moss can wait. There's always more moss. There is always more moss. I, I'll be here as long as you, as long as you need me here. Yeah, I, I like you. You're, you're kind. I like you. Feels like I can just kind of be myself around you. And uh, who, who is that? I don't know yet, but I, I, I feel like there's like a, a sound when I'm around you that I'm just starting to hear a little bit. I don't know what it, oh. what it sounds like, but it's just like a little echo. Oh, is it, is it like music? Mm, kind of like music. You know, it's kind of like when you hear a breeze and it doesn't actually sound like anything except just air that feels natural flowing through you. Oh, like when you're the only one on the, on the cliffs mm. and just the air and the water and stars are just... Mm. Mm. Do you feel like you get to be yourself in this family? Um, well, no one's ever asked that before. Um, I don't know. Hello. There, I've talked to the child. It's a pleasure to meet you. Bishop Kapar, please make me a perception roll. All right, I'll make a perception roll. That's because we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. That is a 17 plus 0 is 17. As the fallen ASMR looks into the child's eyes, they see something not of the heavens or the hells. A child who's only half belonging to their world. A Nephilim. A being whose very existence thins the veils between planes. A being with untold potential. A being whose story has just started to begin. That's our story so far. My name is Lante, and I am the Stories Keeper. I wanted to thank my players, Aram, Trisha, Milo, and Rachel. I just really appreciate you, and thank you for being on this journey. And thank you too, listener, of course. I wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you wouldn't mind, maybe think about giving us a little share, a little review. That'd be great. It'll definitely help us reach the next chapter. Keep exploring your inner story and know that all stories are worth listening to. Mother? Mother! What are we going to do? Tonight's the night and I thought this place would be empty, but it's not. And we're running out of time and we're running out of whiskey. And if we don't do something about it now, then... Oops. Oh.
that's not important. Oh, those are close ones. Silence. I'm fully aware of the situation. We'll have to make do. You, you dare, you dare to question me. No. Good. Now be a useful dear and fetch me the fine sand. It should be over there somewhere. I hate it when you do that. What? What did you just say? I said I hate when I can't find that. Oh, here it is. Hey, uh, what do you need it for anyway? As far as I know, it's not a spice. Or it's a pretty gross one at least. Blech. Give it here. You're getting it all over. I swear we can't keep anything nice. This will whisk our lovely guests off to an even lovelier sleep. Sleep feels really good. You sleep far too much as it is. It's gonna be a good one too. I'm not asking for much here. All day will I cook, I clean, I keep the roof over our heads and the clothes on your backs. All the while, Franny stares into that fire for hours. You, you laze about, causing all sorts of messes. And Lyril. I swear, I could just leave you all on the Nether Realm's doorstep. Nothing to say. Have you at least remembered to bring the parcel? Uh... So, uh, is powdered silver and, uh, iron also to help them sleep? No, this is for Lyriel. For Lyriel? What? Squid monsters got your brain? Already forgotten why we're here? <laughs> the Convergence? Right! Okay, I'm all ears. I got my notes, I'm ready to go. Oh, wait, no, I'm missing a pencil. Wait, 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 ah, where'd it go? Okay, ah, ah, I found it, I got it, I have it, let's do this. Oh good, your brain isn't as unpalatable as I suspected. <sighs> Awaken Granny from her trance. She will show you the binding runes. And I like, you know, stab them instead. We have no time for your petulant little games. You know a good one. There are fates worse than death, you know. A fate that awaits every living thing 
if we fail, which we won't. Even if I have to drag your buns kicking and screaming through every incantation, we will save the world. Oh, man, oh, man. Hey, sorry. Uh, I hope you don't mind. And if it's not too much trouble, can we get more of that dessert with the, uh, the berries and the, uh, the, the whipped cream and the thyme? Oh, no, I'm so sorry. We're completely out of time. 